Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. Cranky, cranky, cranky. I'm up. not anymore, but I can be. <laughs> Pretty just quick. Th- just thinking about it brings out the beast. Uh, it does. This episode number 686, Bitterness. It's the language Kim is well acquainted with. They're going to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. Show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're fantastic. So let's get right to the heart of this. Uh, we talked a few weeks ago about we were going to go to the casino and bring Thing One, give her her first taste of the high rolling lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We're going to be like and, terrible influence. Right. Now, we always intend to go and, and blow some money and just spend some time hanging out and having fun, right? And if we win, we win, but we don't expect to. They're slot machines. They're designed to take your fucking money. Right. right? It's so. just the experience and having fun and relaxing. And, and for us, just being away from the fucking kids. Right. Really. For the most part, that's what it mm-hmm. was. So we get up early, early in the morning and drive up there and get there. There's fucking nobody there, which is awesome. I honestly say the best time to go to a casino for slot machines is early in the fucking morning. I agree. They're all still working. And to the people at the Windstar Casino, let me tell you something. When there are five people in your casino at seven o'clock in the morning, you don't need 500 attendants. Well, they were there fixing all of them. When there are, when there are 50,000 people in your casino, you need more than one attendant. Yeah, that's true. So try try to staff a little more appropriately, you fucking dumbasses. Well, we'd been planning this trip for some time. And thing one has just been so busy with work and school, it never happened. Well, right. Between my schedule and her schedule, getting yeah. everybody lined up was a little difficult. So we finally did. So we shoot up there early in the morning, get there. Everybody's ready to have some fun. I give out everybody money. People snatch it out of my hands and run off like they always do. And we start playing. And thing one at first is like super paranoid about playing. Right, she's like, eh, well, she's uh, pretty much like we were. I lost the dime. I'm out. But we start going along through the day, and she starts to win a little bit, and I win a little bit, and Kim does. Not. I was doing okay for a while, right? For about the first half of the day, yeah. You were hanging with us, mm-hmm. and then I sit down and I win thirteen bucks, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, ooh. And then thing one wins twenty bucks, like, which ooh. you know doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're all, you're, you're playing off with slots, fifty bucks, yeah. It's a significant it's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Right. So we get to these ladybug machines, right? And I picked them. <laughs> Kim picks them. She goes, let's play these. Because we'd never played them before. And there are three, like, off in a corner by themselves. I was like, oh, that's perfect. We'll just sit down and play. And we start playing, and thing one accidentally throws a 50-cent bet into the machine, which mm-hmm. is a lot for when you're not playing very much money. Right. And when wins, you're playing pennies, you could play 50 games for that. Right. And wins, like, 15 bucks mm-hmm. right out of the gate. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll see what I can get. I And before you know it, thing one and I are up 30 bucks, right? Yeah. And we're winning like like stupid wins. It's like you, you bet and it's like, eh, eh, here's 15 bucks. I'm like, what? Yeah, and then you'd quickly lose it down again. And then win it, again. Then, and then win back up. So uh-huh. we're bouncing back and forth. Uh-huh. And I look over at your machine and you're just losing. <laughs> and... <laughs> And your face is real red. I was getting really mad. And every time, every time thing one would win, she'd be like, "Woo! Oh, this is awesome!" And she'd be like, "Shake it, look, Dad, look what I got!" And every time, Kim was just like, "Oh, I fucking hate you guys." 
Because I would do the exact same thing. Like I would, I would duplicate your butt. Right. I get zero. <laughs> or my favorite. Not even like throwing me two. My favorite pennies. is when you would bet fifty cents and get a nickel back. <laughs> or nothing. I got nothing more often the, than I got something. The nickels are the ones I like. It's like here's kind of a. Oh word. my god! I was getting so mad. And the longer you played, and the more you won, the matter I got. And she was. Just, <laughs> And at first, I thought you were just being silly. And then I was like, holy shit, Kim is actually legitimately super fucking pissed <laughs> <was> off. Pissed. <laughs> it was because you guys were hooting and hollering so much. It was just like rubbing salt into the room. <laughs> that I was just like leaking pennies. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't even. <laughs> I, I was so pissed. I couldn't even see straight. I couldn't think. And then you made me switch machines with you. And then, yeah, and then you won and I lost. Yeah, and then I won 10 bucks and she won. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so at one point, I got so mad <laughs> that I just started this maniacal laughing. Because the whole situation was just so ridiculous that I was that peeved. Well, <laughs> I knew it was ridiculous, and I couldn't help it, which pissed me off even more. <laughs> so all I could think of to do was laugh. Well, I'm glad. I guess it's better than like swinging fists, well, right? That, or breaking stuff. That's the thing. Towards the end, when you'd lost like thirty bucks and it, just like lost it, I really thought you were gonna get up and just punch me. And you really every time you'd look around, I was like, "Oh shit, Kim's gonna hit me." But then I was like, "Well, I can't stop playing. I keep winning." Exactly. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, we'll just stay here for another forty-five minutes while Mom continues to lose everything. While just so you guys can win, keep at it. Go ahead. Well, if it makes you yuck feel it like... up, have some fun. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better." I had this run of luck that just drained me. I mean, I just, I, I went from winning, winning, winning to just, I couldn't win anything. Yeah, then it's a total downer. Yeah, and then I ended the day at zero dollars. Yeah, you, you, but yeah, that's because you didn't know when to quit. Uh, it's taking all my money, taking all my money. Oh my God, here it goes, here it I, goes. I just, here's the problem. It was at the same machine. That's what here's I Here's the problem. Here's the problem. When you start off on a good roll, mm -hmm. you're screwed. <laughs> because like well it doesn't matter i lost 20 bucks because at one point i had, just get it back at one point i had the least amount of money between all of us and i well, i immediately shot back, back up to up. the top right. right i was like well what happens i've still got some time but then it just, it just i just never hit again it was quite the roller coaster but you know by the time it was time to go home you ended up like just totally losing all I busted, of it. Busted out. I had 10 bucks left only because I stopped. <laughs> I just plain stopped. Instead of continuing with my losing streak, I was like, well, it's better to leave with 10 bucks than nothing. And thing one ended up with $45 to the good. So yeah. she almost doubled she her almost money. She almost doubled her money. And in fact, at one point, she had more than doubled her money. Right. And then, and then she, she started kept to on lose going. a little bit. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's not good. So she was the base winner. And now it's like she's afraid we created a monster. Well, here's she the really thing. had fun. Yeah, I mean, well, and the thing that was funny was when we get there, she's looking around and she goes, and we walk through the whole casino first, like we always do. We walk through and we look at the different machines and so our plan of action. And when we got it, she goes, oh, that's it. I thought it was bigger. I really, like, how big did you want it to and, be? And that's My what God. I said. I said, you realize it's more than a mile long and it's the third biggest casino in the world. There are only two places bigger than this one. So maybe what, we should have taken her want? to a little tent casino first and then 
worked her way up so she would learn to appreciate it. I don't know, but I was like, you kid, I'll just go get, fucking get back to the car then. I don't give a shit. But she eventually came around. It just took her a while. She, she didn't really get it. And then she's like, oh, that's kind of neat. Well, that was kind of fun. But I, she told me this, but she didn't tell you you were out at your shot. And she goes, wow, I kind of feel like we've turned a corner where you're not so much my parents. You're more like my friends. No. I'm still her dad. That's what she said. She may think that, but it's not true. Well, I think it's because we can do more adult things with her. Yeah, I mean, we can, but I'm not. This was a special occasion. I'm not going to be taking her to the fucking, you know what I'm saying? We're not well, going to be taking her every true. time we go and shit. You know, I don't want her to get No, I don't think that's what she meant. She just meant that it was, it was the first time that we'd done an adult sort of activity with just her. Well, I took her to see Inglorious Bastards. Not the same. The movie is not the same. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I, I it was nice to have fun with her, but at the same time, you're right. It kind of, it's one of those things, it's like, well, now she thinks she's growed. You know? Mm-hmm. Kids are a lot harder to control when they think they're growed. Well, that's true, but she's an adult now, whether you like it or not, and you can't really control her. I can. You can try. I, I could. If I really wanted to, I could, I could. Lock yeah, her down. But lock her down. That just makes people run away. I got you locked down pretty hard. You know, it's not the same. Yet. I don't know why. So we'll see. Next time I'm going to play with a little more purpose. We're going to try to actually make some money. Which means you have to stay home. Oh, <laughs> I know. Before we even got in there, too, you warned her that I was like this big wind I told, vacuum. <laughs> I told her, you have to be careful because your mom can suck the wind right out of you. She'll take the luck right away. But I also told her that you have to be careful because when your mom's not winning, she is not a happy camper. Because <laughs> it's all fun and games, and you're like, well, I just lost, and now I hate everyone. So we'll see. It was fun, though. You did, you did have a good time, ultimately, right? I did. <laughs> I attribute it to my belly laugh, my big gut laugh, because I felt much better after that. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I still wanted to kill things, but. Mostly me. Well, I'm watching you. You can file this under something you don't hear about every day. Members of Dallas Fire Rescue responded to a call of a choking at an apartment in the 8500 block of Fair Oaks Crossing. Firefighters arrived to find the front door of the apartment open. They entered cautiously and soon heard someone calling out to them. When rescuers went to the bathroom, they found something unexpected. A 69-year-old female sitting on the toilet with a toilet paper holder impaled in her neck, explained Dallas Fire Rescue Public Information <laughs> Officer Jason Evans. I know. They, there was not any, any explanation in the story of how that fucking happened. Um, wow, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming she fell. Well, she was sitting on the toilet when they got there. You think she was trying to put the toilet paper holder in the toilet, you know, the little springy thing? You know yeah. I'm talking about? She was trying to put that in, it sprang out and stuck I in I don't know, neck. man. <laughs> For some reason, the toilet paper holder in the girls' bathroom always falls apart. It comes into two pieces. I don't like it. I don't, I, I don't even so use it. So you got to put it, put it in there. And it comes shooting across the room. Yeah. I don't even I use hate a, that thing. I don't even use a toilet paper holder for that reason. Because it always goes springing around and I don't feel like getting hurt. There's got to be a better way to do those things. Because they're kind of deadly. And we have a glass shower door. I'm terrified one of these days. It's either going to break the mirror or break the shower door. <laughs> That's why I don't use it. Because it comes flying I out. I don't use it. It's too dangerous. I know it sounds dumb, but every time I try to use them, it comes shooting out. 
I, I uh, can't. But do here's it. the other thing too. Those things have flat, blunt ends. They're mostly rounded, plastic. That's or whatever. what I'm saying. Do you so think, seriously, do you think that her skin is so papery, old lady Ooh, thin that it just busted any impact just splits it open? Because you know, like you know how old people are. They bump into a corner, and the next thing you know, they got a massive contusion. You know what I'm saying? You, that you could get, be like. You know what I'm saying? Like your hands, like you can, you get cuts on your hands really easy and you're not even old yet, but your skin's real thin on your hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. When you do get old, you're going to be a mess. Here's my thing though. If that did happen to me, my first in- instinct would be to yank it back out again. Yeah, they just cut it off. Took her to the hospital. They just cut it off flush with her neck and took her to the hospital. And left the big piece floating in yeah, there. Yeah, I don't think they knew how you much was You would think that they could easily stabilize it. It's not like it's five feet long or anything. Stabilize the damn thing so they have something to hold on to to pull it out. I don't know. They said they were afraid that the weight would, would tear free. Would tear oh, free. for crying out Can, loud. I'm just saying, don't you think they they're weigh like to an know? ounce. This is why I'm curious about what this actually was because I think it was a little more hardcore yeah, than I'm you think it was. Yeah, I'm thinking they're mistaken. I don't know. Do you think maybe know. she was trying some autoerotic asphyxiation? No. She got it wrong. She's like, or do you maybe think hers? Maybe she was from I don't know. I'm not familiar with the Fair Oaks area. Do you think she was flipping her bits with the toilet paper roller and sprawling and shot her in the neck? I was thinking maybe it was like sturdier metal or something. <laughs> yeah, but just, you, would they, they have instruments to cut it off? I don't know. It makes no sense. Fire department has shit to cut things. They're pretty skilled at cutting things. No, but they usually don't. They cut their doors. They cut their not when it's in your body. They don't. Whatever, whatever. I think the whole thing smacks. I think she was up to something nefarious, and she hurt herself. That's what I think. I really don't know. It sounds like Appalachian Hospital to me. I I don't think I even have enough room in my bathroom to fall (laughs) enough like that. Not if you're on the toilet. You'd fall, hit your head, and fall right back on the seat. Yeah, that's the one thing in our house weird. that i would change you know that me too the cubby i hate hole, that the, the cubby hole for the toilet because our bathroom the saloon was doors the saloon doors was well the you changed that most poorly thought out yeah. thing i've ever seen we have these huh? we, have, we have a big master bathroom it's big it's got two whole sinks in it on opposite sides and two big closets and shower but where they put the actual toilet was this little cubby hole so somebody could be shitting while somebody else was brushing their teeth right mm-hmm. something that in kim and i's marriage we're never going to be that close no and then it had the stupid swinging saloon doors on there. Yeah, I hate it. I hate so it. you have like the semi-privacy? Either put a door on there <laughs> or... Well, you couldn't put a door on that little cubbyhole because it would be insanely claustrophobic. That room is tiny. If, oh. if there was a door on it, you'd be like, oh, shit, I'm in a coffin. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but... The don't way build the bathroom that way. That's the answer. Next story. Poor old lady with the thing stuck in her neck. I still think it was a sex thing gone wrong. You would always think that, though. But I bet it was. Old people get up to shenanigans, Ken. That's why they have the whole problem with the fucking STDs running riot in the old folks' homes. Maybe so. People can't keep their nozzles clean. That 60 old ladies gumming on your cock. Okay, the quit. By the end of the day, everybody's got the herps. Yuck. Rabbis from the religious Zionist community have launched an initiative to marry gay men to lesbian women with some surprising successes. So far, 11 marriages have been performed. Eretz conducted an email interview with one such couple, Eddie and Ronnie, not their real names. Eddie and Ronnie, both religious, were married five years ago. 
though they were honest with each other about their sexual orientations from their first meeting, to the outside world, they portray themselves as a normal heterosexual couple. Today, they have two children and are thrilled with the results. Huh? Okay. How does that even work? I'll tell you how it works. You knew some people that did this exact thing. It didn't work. It did for a while. No, it didn't. Not even for a while. Not really. How can it not work? You, you have the perfect marriage. You're married, but not really. You're, you're, it's not like your husband or wife is going to get mad when you come home boning somebody else. They're not going to care. They made a baby. Right. Which means they were doing things that went okay. totally against their grain. Well, I'm just saying it happens. You don't think there's... I'm just saying I don't see how forcing it... Okay, let me it tell It seems like they're not really embracing who they are. They're ignoring it, shoving it under, well, building this whole fantasy world. You and I grew up in a town where there were plenty of gay dudes who had wives and kids. Okay. There were more than I a few. I understand that, but we're, it's different. It's not specifically it's, targeting people that would completely be sexually incompatible and making them live as husband and wife. Well, here's the thing, though. They're talking about in the very Jewish, Jewish type of lifestyle, right? Where your parents are going to flip out if you're gay. So you get a fake wife. You make some babies that you both like. You know, I mean, sure, you got to grit your teeth and put your penis in a nasty old pussy. But eventually, you get a baby. And everybody's happy. Nobody complains, and you can go back to licking dicks or whatever it is okay, you want to do. Stop. I'm just saying. I know, but I don't. That that to me is not what they're really saying. No, that's what it is, though. They take people who so they can make their public face happy, while they continue to do whatever they want in the background. That seems to me like it'd be confusing for the children growing up in that sort of setting to say yeah be who you want but shh, don't tell anybody well, here's the thing though you can uh, kids are kind of dumb and until they got old enough to where you could explain it to them you can hide it from them kids not, are pretty smart yeah but it's not like kids pretty are pretty smart it's not especially like, when it comes to that kind of thing but it's not like kids are seeing their parents fuck anyway you know what i'm saying so you're hiding that part of your life from them anyway you're just hiding the fact that it's some other body else i i don't know I mean, over here, I, I agree, it's not going to work. But if you're talking about Israel, yeah, I think it could work. I think it could work out of necessity, and everybody would be a lot happier. You at least have some outlet, and you have a partner that understands. You know, a lot of people that are gay get married, and they, they cannot tell their partner. They cannot. So they have to keep a secret from everybody. At least this way, you have a co-conspirator who goes, yeah, I know, this sucks. But it's what we got. I guess. Or, or you wouldn't end up like the couple that was on Dr. Phil the other day, where the husband... Likes to wear women's panties. Oh, except I really want to be a woman. Sorry. Well, now here's, okay. <laughs> this story went awry because people didn't understand what they were getting into. He tells her before they get married, oh, by the way, I like to wear girlies underwear when I'm doing it. Right? Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, I don't, that's not cool. And he goes, okay, I'll stop. They get no, married. She encouraged him to do it at one point. Yes, what I'm saying is they get married and she goes, you know, this will be funny. Why don't you put on my underwear once? Now... <laughs> If a guy tells you, I have this thing where I like to wear ladies' underwears while I'm doing it, and you tell him to stop, and then later you give him the green light to go ahead, it's on now. You know what I'm saying? Now he's going to wear them all the time. And before you know it, yeah, now he's like, oh, so I want to be a girl. So yeah. Well, then the other problem with that guy is that not only did he want to be allowed to have his sex change so he'd be totally female, he also wanted his wife to accept him as his wife basically yeah i don't think you can do that 
I don't think you get to change your plumbing and then say, oh, and you have to be cool with it and keep being my buddy. Right. <laughs> Everything's, nothing's going to change for you. It's all going to be different for me, um, except it does. <laughs> That's the thing. Oh, by the way, you have to kind of become a lesbian. Wait, what? Yeah, and then he was <laughs> upset that she really wasn't into that kind of game. Yeah, I, I don't know. That kind of stuff is really heartbreaking where people think they have to change themselves and then they expect everybody else to go along with everybody else. Is like, I can't. Well, I just thought I it, it's also kind of rude when something like that has to happen in a public forum. To well, me, that was that, something that he probably should have told her Yeah, on his own, yeah. in private. But then you, then you don't get your trip to Dr. Phil. Yeah, but then she doesn't get to really have an honest reaction because she's somewhat guarded. It's not well, fair. Well, yeah, it's a huge ambush. I, I agree. You can't just bring that on people when there's a bunch of other dudes around. You can't just go, hey, by the way, check this out. I'm going to cut off my penis and stuff it up inside me. You cool with that? You don't mind looking at it a little bit? No, it's not good. I'm no, sorry. well, how horrible of you. <laughs> what kind of bitch are you? Come on, be <laughs> reasonable. Jeez. You, right can, you can strap on. It'll be fun. No? Here's my last story. That's not. one of the grossest things in the world, dude, by the way. The care and cleaning of your fake vagina is a nightmare. A nightmare. Oh, yeah, because you don't have the natural mechanisms. Yes, and while it's healing, you have to dilate it. Okay, I don't need to know any of this. <laughs> to keep it from growing closed. Boo! <laughs> because if you don't, it will grow closed. Just like getting your ear pierced, right? Except for it's a vagina in the middle of your body. Yikes. And as it heals up, stuff kind of... Oh my god, please be quiet. <laughs> leaks out. You're scaring me. It like crusts up at the top and then kind of pushes itself out eventually. It is It is the nastiest Ooh, thing. How did you know this? I do research on a lot of stuff. Why? <sighs> Why would you go into in-depth and research There's that? a lot of things you're like, what the fuck? And then you're reading an article and you're like, I had no idea. Now I wish I hadn't read that article. But that's one of those things, too. If you're going to get it done, they they tell you everything that you're going to have to go through, right? Why? I hope so. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. At what point do you just go, it is not worth it? You're going to cut my Obviously, penis in half. not enough of them do that. You're going to take an apple core okay, to my insides great. and cram it all up inside me. And then I have to do this shit for six months while it heals. And then even afterwards, it still might grow closed. No. 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 It's not right. It's not right. Are you ready for my next Some people's grows closed at the opening, but not up inside. And they get like a dry socket in the middle of their body. That's awful. Yeah. So then it has to be opened up and cleaned out. Then they drill it out again for you. That is horrible. And some people, they get it all done, and it just seals up, and they their body just rejects the whole fucking thing. Only now your penis is stuffed up inside your body and grown to itself. And I'm having a nightmare. Next story. Yikes. 91-year-old freshman state senator Martin Hardy said he disagreed with the needs for funds for mental health services because the world population has gotten too big and the world is being inherited by too many defective people. When asked to clarify what he meant by defective people, the senator responded, I mean all the defective people, the drug addicts, mentally ill, the retarded, all of them. The senator further elaborated that, I believe if we had a Siberia, we should send them to this, and they would all freeze and die. My thing just turned off. They would all freeze and die, and we will be rid of them. Easy. <laughs> Look how some Problem solved. Says. We take all our defective people, we ship them somewhere cold, and we wait for them to die. Problem solved. I guess 
he's lucky oh, that dude. folks don't feel the same <laughs> way about the elderly. But, you know, whenever he was saying this, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, and, and what are you doing? And who's to to determine who's mentally defective or not? Because I think some people will probably consider well, him. He'll decide. Clearly, he's the one that's going to decide. He lists them for you right there. Drug addicts, the mentally ill, and the retarded. All those people got to go. But you know what? He's a 91-year-old man, and he's earned the right to speak his mind as he sees it. This is exactly what I'm looking forward this is, to. This is why you don't elect 91-year-old men to the Senate. Because this is the kind of shit they do. They get to be old, and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. And here's what I want to do today. I want all the tards put on a bus. And I want them driven to the far north reaches of fucking Canada. And I want you to open the door, throw some Snickers bars on the snow, and then drive away. That's what I want you to do. Well, you know, it really sort of isn't too far from the general political mentality about it all. Because he's referring to the fact that there have been statewide cuts. Right. For helping handicapped people build ramps. Right. Uh, schools for mentally challenged folks. I mean, all the services that we take for granted are going by the wayside. Well, and it used to be. I mean, you probably remember this. Remember back in the 70s when a lot of states started shutting down their mental hospitals? Right. And it was like, if you're not a clear and present danger to yourself or somebody else, we're turning you loose. Mm -hmm. And if that means you got a bunch of people mumbling to themselves and being homeless, then so be it. And th that, to me, is the ultimate nightmare, right? Where society just says, you know what? Uh, we're not going to take care of fucking anybody, even people who can't take care of themselves. And that means you're going to go live under a bridge like a troll. Mm -hmm. And while it seems all fun and games on the surface, it's a nightmare, people. It, it is a nightmare. And it's the kind of thing that ends up coming home to bite you on the ass. When one day, hordes of the dispossessed rise up from underneath the freeway and come to your house. Because that shit will happen eventually. There will be too many. You gotta take care of them. You have to. And I know that sounds strange coming from me, but I, I really think we're swinging too far the other way. Nobody is going to get any help from anybody ever for any reason. Fuck you, I'll die. And for those of you that are like, well, that's the way it should be. Let me, I want to point out again, you're not part of the people that are making the decisions about who gets fucked in the ass today. I know you think that someday you're going to be rich like your Republican overlords, but you will not. They're making sure it doesn't happen. The disparity between how much you make and the power you wield gets wider and wider every day compared to the people that are actually in charge. They get richer, you get poorer, and in the process, they get richer by fucking you in the ass. And you go, well, someday I'll get to be rich, so go ahead, fuck away. You won't be. Sorry. Anything to add to that? I, I don't. I always go back to the time where we needed assistance and we're told that we made too much money to get any sort of assistance. And now that same mentality is trickling down to where even the most deserving of that sort of aid would not get it. Well, I'm going to go on a limb here and say the thing that pissed me off about that was it wasn't we made too much money is we were too fucking white. We had $8 an hour coming in for a family of fucking four. We were not making too much goddamn money. No matter how you fucking sliced it, we were not making too well, much goddamn money. it was according money. to their charts. I guarantee you, if you were brown, you would have got all the fucking shit you wanted. If you'd been one of the migrant workers, they would have loaded you up with all kinds of goodies and you would take it home to the fields and everybody would have been happy. I know that sounds terrible, 
But I also know there are people making a fuck of a lot more money than me driving new cars and shit at the same food bank that you were at. So I know. And I know exactly what caused it. And it's the kind of shit that's going to cause It's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. All of the people who are starting to get disenfranchised now, you need to pay attention because it's going to get bad. Just saying. Just saying. Well, that was uplifting. I guess well, it goes with the bitterness. I, I'm just saying right now, we are we are past the tipping point. Nothing is going to get better if we just hope for it to get better. It's not. You have to do something to make it so get better. So do you think, because this guy's a freshman state senator, do yeah. you think they can do a recount? Oh, no, they're not going to get rid of this guy. You think they like him too much? I think what he, state was he? From? I think he's Connecticut, and he got elected. And I, I think he got elected talking just like this. I don't think it's like a, the crazy mm, came on him out be. of the blue. So we'll see. Keep your eye on the prize, people. So. All right, get any other stories over there? I don't. How you feeling? Uh, a little perkier than I was earlier. That's good. Coffee's were, kicking in. You were slagging pretty hard. Give me a break. Not, I did not sleep very well last night, and neither did I. I went to bed. The latest of any of you, and I got up before any of you. I, you guys I, were all asleep by like nine o'clock last night. Was, it was weird. Well, it was sorry. like I walked into the twilight zone. Everybody was asleep. I'm sorry. It's weird. It's very rare. It probably won't ever happen again. So mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed it. Weird. Did you enjoy your time alone? I didn't because I had stupid eBay issues. <laughs> Poor Kim. All right, if they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Let me take you up to the casino tomorrow. Just give you a couple of shots at it. See if no. you can patch it up. No. I'll just take you by yourself. I won't even I go. I don't want to go again right now. Email. Too soon. show at gmail.com. I'm going to go every day from now on. Nice. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Don't forget you can use the dot com for some podcasts.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know what to do. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 